Hello there, sports fans. Welcome to another episode of The Benchwarmer. I'm your host, Jason. So I thought that uh, I would spend a little bit of today going over some of the NFL playoff predictions that I had made last month in December and just kind of update them. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't able to get to the wildcard predictions as well as do a, a quick synopsis of how my uh, um, college football picks compared to the actual results. Likewise, how my NFL regular season picks uh, re- correlated over to the actual seeding results for the NFL regular season. Uh, this past month here, I've been busy at work, and then the days that I've had off, I've either had some pretty bad allergies that required some heavy dosage of NyQuil, or I had a sinus infection that really made it uh, very painful to uh, um, do much of anything. Uh, you can probably still tell I'm a little congested as it is, um, just from the uh, um, the sinus and the allergies that have been kind of kicking my butt here this past month. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, uh, to, just to kind of catch up on, on some of the stuff that I missed in real time here. Um, obviously, from my December picks, my college football predictions were completely off. Um, I had picked that Michigan would beat Georgia and that Cincinnati would beat Alabama, and it was just the complete opposite. And it turned out to be Georgia and Alabama in the finals for the national championship. And I don't really have a horse in that one. I don't really like either team. Most of the teams I can't stand in the SEC anyway. Um, Mainly Georgia and mainly Alabama, I can't stand them, so... Um, for me, it didn't really matter who ended up winning that. But for those of you who don't know, it was indeed uh, the Georgia Bulldogs who won the national championship over the Alabama Crimson Tide. So um, I guess congratulations to the uh, Georgia Bulldogs for uh, winning another national championship. And that's all I'm going to say about that until next year's playoffs get closer. Um Moving on to the NFL playoffs, obviously we've already gone through the wild card round, and now this coming weekend here, we will be uh, kicking off the uh, divisional round, so that means there's four teams left in each conference, total of eight teams left, Um, three teams have already been eliminated, if I recall correctly, from from each conference playoff. Um... So here's just a quick reminder of what I guesstimated for how the regular season would end. The top seven teams and then their, uh, you know, their records. Um, most of them I got wrong. In fact, I did not pick anything correctly in the AFC in terms of their uh, seeding for the, uh, the playoffs. However, in the NFC, I got uh, um, four of the seven correct in terms of their seeding. So I'll just kind of review every review my picks for everybody and then kind of go through the actual seeding results. Uh, and then once I kind of go through each, each set of seven for the AFC and the NFC, I'll just jump into my predictions for 
the divisional round as to who's going to win. And then obviously the conference finals and then the Super Bowl. So um, for those of you who don't remember, uh, my number one pick on the NFC side was Green Bay, 14-3. and And the actual uh, number one seed was Green Bay, 13-4. and So I got one of them right there. I missed one game, but oh well. Uh, the number two seed was Tampa Bay at 13-4, and, and the actual results was Tampa Bay 13-4. Second one I got correct. Uh, the third seed I predicted would be Arizona at 12-5, Tornado's Dallas Cowboys at 12-5. The number four seed I picked was Dallas at 12-5, so I kind of got that correctly, just wrong, uh, wrong order. And the actual number four seed turned out to be the Los Angeles Rams at 12-5 their final record uh the number five seed i picked la rams at 11-6 and the actual number five seed turned out to be the arizona cardinals at 11-6 and, and then the last two here the number six and number seven seeds i got those correct uh it turns out the number six seed was san francisco 49ers at 10-7 and, and the number seven seed was the philadelphia eagles at nine and eight And like I said, those two were exactly spot on. So as I mentioned, I got four of the seven seeds correct in the NFC. And the AFC here, like I said, I got none of them correct in terms of their seeding in the the playoffs. So once again, my number one seed in the AFC went to the Kansas City Chiefs. And I thought that it'd be 12 and four for a, uh, I'm sorry, 13 and four for a uh, final uh, uh, record for the regular season. Turns out the number one seed went to Tennessee Titans at 12-5. I predicted the number two seed to be Buffalo Bills at 11-6. The actual number two seed was Kansas City at 12-5. So I did get that correct in terms of the Kansas City's uh, end-of-the-year results. Uh, I predicted 12 and five, and they did get 12 and five for their end of the season uh, regular season results. Just that they were in a different uh, order. Same thing with Buffalo too, uh, as you'll soon find out. So my number three prediction for the AFC was going to be Cincinnati at 10 and seven, and Buffalo ended up being the number three seed at 11 and six. Once again, I got the uh, uh, regular season results correct. They ended up at 11 and six as I predicted in my uh, seeding, but I just put them at number two, so. Um, number four is Indianapolis Colts at 10 and seven. The actual number four seed turned out to be the Cincinnati Bengals at 10 and seven. Once again, with Cincinnati, I predicted their regular season results correctly, just wrong seed. Number five was my prediction of Tennessee Titans at 10 and 7. And the actual number five seed turned out to be the Las Vegas Raiders at 10 and 7 regular season ending. Um, I got the Las Vegas Raiders uh, regular season tally correct at 10 and 7. Um, just once again, wrong seeding. The, my number six prediction for the AFC was Las Vegas um, Raiders at 10 and 7. But the actual number six seed in the AFC turned out to be New England at 10 and 7. And then the number seven seed I predicted to be New England 
but in actuality, it was Pittsburgh uh, Pirates. I'm sorry, Pittsburgh uh, Steelers at nine seven and one for a record. So, um, quite a bit of a upheaval, I think, in the AFC, uh, especially the last couple weeks of the regular season. There's a lot of shifts and turns. Um, for example, Indianapolis didn't even make it in there. They were at ten and seven. Uh, or I, I predicted, the, predicted Indianapolis to end at 10-7. and seven. They didn't even make it in the playoffs. Um, in fact, it was uh, Pittsburgh who took that spot from them at the, in the end there. And so Indianapolis just kind of dropped the ball um, to, where, to the point where they couldn't even get 10-7. and Because I think that, I know that they were at least in the uh, top six seeds when I last checked. And they had dropped all the way out into like eighth place, I'm assuming. And that's where you see Pittsburgh come in there and get the last seed, the number seven seed in the AFC. Um, but just all around, there were just tons of uh, uh, shifting amongst this top seven seeds. And I think the reason behind that is, is because there was a lot more divisional play, uh, regular season games that were at play come the last game or two of the regular season um, that could have shifted any way you look at it, you know. Um, so I think that's kind of the big factor that made the AFC uh, standing so volatile to guess is that all four divisional cha- uh, championships were up for debate in the last couple games of the regular season. Whereas in the NFC, I mean, you know, at least one that is being Green Bay and probably even uh, uh, Tampa Bay's division as well. Those two divisions were pretty much guaranteed to go to those two teams, um, respectively. In fact, Green Bay didn't even have to worry about being usurped from the number one seed and dropped down to a five, six, or seven wildcard spot. Uh, same thing, I think, with Tampa Bay as well. I don't think Tampa Bay really had too much to worry about in terms of any rivals from their division. And so I think that made it really easy to, to predict the NFC. But the AFC, like I said, there was two teams in each division which could have gone to the, you know, the top four seeds. And there were a bunch more teams that, uh, in the wildcard hunt that kind of made it a little tricky to predict who was going to be there. But, you know, like I said before, in many of these sports predictions, I'm no expert in the field. I watch a couple games here and there. Um, Most of my picks are biased based off of teams I've historically liked or favorite colors that I have, as you'll see coming up here in a bit when I start making my uh, divisional round playoff predictions. Or based off of teams I just don't like, I'll root for the, the team that's playing them. So, you know, by, by no means are, are my predictions anywhere near expert level or I would say even novice level. They're just kind of guesses from a casual fan who'll watch the game here and there. Uh, so that being said, obviously I missed the wild card round. So now that, like I said, there's only four teams left in each conference for a total of eight teams. Whereas the playoffs started with 14 teams with the number one seed from each conference getting a bye week. And so there were six games 
in total in the wild card round and three teams advancing to meet up with the uh, the number one seed with the bye for a total of eight teams. So um, jumping into the uh, divisional round predictions that will be starting coming up here this weekend. Uh, we got Green Bay versus San Francisco in the NFC. My hat's going towards uh, Green Bay. Uh, also in the NFC, it's Tampa Bay versus the Los Angeles Rams. My hat's going to be going towards the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They've got Tom Brady, they got Gronkowski, they got a whole bunch of other options that they can use to take them back to the conference finals. On the AFC side, uh, big matchup, I think personally, is Buffalo Bills against the Kansas City Chiefs. And even though the Kansas City Chiefs are the number two team, um, uh, my hat's in the ring for the Buffalo Bills. Once again, this is a prime example of my bias in that uh, my favorite team in the AFC is the Buffalo Bills. So I'm going to naturally cheer in favor of that team, even though Kansas City is a really good team. And they actually used to be my favorite team in the AFC. Uh, but uh, my time spent living in western New York State outside of the Buffalo area I kind of shifted my allegiance in the AFC over to uh, um, the Buffalo Bills uh, in fact my uh, um, my AFC team has quite frequently shifted uh, it used to be the, the Patriots uh, back when Drew Bloodsell was in the league, and so my big, you know, Super Bowl awesomeness, I guess, was seeing my number one team and my number two team, which is Green Bay and the Patriots, playing the Super Bowl that year that Brett Favre won it for Green Bay. I thought that was awesome to see my two favorite teams, you know, kick it off. Um, I was a fan of the Patriots up until like 2002 or three or something like that, and then I stopped to liking them uh, because Brady started getting too big of a head. You know, he's a good player, but he's, you know, the all the fame kind of went to his head, and I stopped liking him. Um, plus, there are some of the issues that we all know about uh, the Patriots and how they kind of bend the rules, if not break the rules, to, to get where they want to go. And uh, for me, that's just not cool. So I stopped cheering for them, and Kansas City kind of came up as a new alternative for my AFC uh, favorite team. And uh, they were my favorite team up until about 2011 or so when I moved into the Buffalo area and uh, started hanging out with some friends out there and and uh, became a Buffalo Bills fan from the AFC. So that's kind of my history of shifting allegiances when it came to my favorite AFC team. So right now it's the Buffalo Bills, and I think they're going to upset Kansas City and uh, go to the conference finals this year. And likewise, the last matchup in the AFC is going to be between Cincinnati and Tennessee. Tennessee is the number one seed, and uh, Cincinnati is the uh, number four team. And uh, I'm actually cheering for uh, uh, Cincinnati to win this one. This, once again, goes back to my bias based off of choosing teams on my favorite colors. 
I like orange, especially that blood orange that the Cincinnati Bengals use in their in their uniforms. And I like that combo of the blood orange and the black. And uh, so my favorite team is going to be the Cincinnati Bengals in this matchup. Um, even though Tennessee seems to be the the favorite to win and probably will win, I'm still going to put my hat in the ring for uh, Cincinnati. Um so that kind of carries me over into my conference finals predictions. And so the NFC conference finals between Green Bay and Tampa Bay, it's going to be a tough one, but I do think Green Bay can pull it off for the win and go to the uh, uh, Super Bowl. Uh, on the AFC side between Buffalo and Cincinnati, once again, Buffalo. Um, same prediction as last year. That is Green Bay versus Buffalo in the Super Bowl. And, of course, just like last year, it's going to be uh, Green Bay winning the Super Bowl. Just how my bias works in this whole situation. Um, but uh, that's kind of my, uh, my NFL playoff predictions here going into the divisional round. Now, obviously, uh, after this weekend is all said and done and we have the final results for the division round, I will... Once again, update my predictions based off of who wins, and I'll start looking into the uh, conference round, conference fi- final matchups uh, re-predicted based off of who wins. Uh, so once again, thanks for tuning in to The Detailing Mind. I'm your host, Jason, and stay tuned, sports fans, for more super novice picks from your host, Jason. Have a good one.